This episode is supported by Active Skin Repair. Active Skin Repair is a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. I just randomly... Vinny was having a toe skin irritation issue and he ended up having this like skin that was really irritating him and it was getting kind of like icky and you know like when kids start to get like little scabs and scratches and then they want to pick at it and it was getting worse and so active skin repair showed up on my doorstep as a result of the sponsorship and I got to put it to use immediately and I got the ointment formula or the like ointment formulation and then also the spray and the spray was perfect so Vinny does not like ointmenty creamy lotiony things on his body but I was able to get out the spray literally took it out of the packaging the day it arrived put it on his toe before he went to bed and the next morning he was like mom my toe's all better. It was literally like this super amazing cure that helped his toes so quickly. So you can use active skin repair on a wide range of skin issues, including cuts, scrapes, burns, sunburns, rashes, other types of skin damage. It's totally safe, non-toxic, suitable on all types of skin, even parts of the body where you might have rosacea or eczema or have acne prone skin. This is also safe for the youngest members of your family up to the oldest. So now you have one simple solution for your family's skin health needs. With over 500 thousand happy customers and thousands of five-star reviews and super safe and clean ingredients active skin repair is something that you want to have on hand for your family so to get your own active skin repair go to activeskinrepair.com to learn more about active skin repair and get 20 percent off your order when you use the code shameless that's activeskinrepair.com use the code shameless for 20 percent off your order activeskinrepair.com code shameless Welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm your host, Sarah Dean. I'm here to give you and other passionate, driven, unapologetic moms tools, resources, and a little bit of humor to help you lead more positive, powerful, and purposeful lives every damn day. One of the best things about the Shameless Mom Academy is our community. So be sure to join us in our free private Facebook group to connect with other shameless moms just like you. You can find us over at shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook. All right, let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to One Shameless Thing. This little mini shorty episode is created with one thing in mind to give you just one thing to make today a better day. My purpose is to give you the hope, optimism, and power you need to make today whatever you want to make it, even if life is throwing you one curveball after another. Today, we are going to be talking about one shameless way to find fun. Oh my gosh, remember fun? Is that still a thing? I don't know. I haven't been able to find it for a while. (laughs) So I love talking about finding fun because I think that we step so far away from play and fun as adults, and especially as we have more and more responsibilities and sometimes burdens upon our plate, that it feels impossible and even maybe irreverent to make time for fun and for play. But here's the thing. The cost of not making fun for time and for fun and for play is that we sacrifice a little bit of our joy, we sacrifice a little bit of ourselves, and ultimately nobody wins from that. Nobody wins when we don't have fun. So I want you to think about what fun used to look like for you when you were young. Some of you may have been kids whose idea of fun was playing sports or going to like riding roller coasters or taking cross-country adventure trips with your family. And then some of you might have been like me, where your idea of fun was 
quietly playing dolls in your bedroom by yourself. (laughs) Or maybe with like one or two girlfriends. My biggest vision of fun from growing up was having one friend come over and bring all her dolls. And then I would get out all my dolls and we would go into our living room and we would unfold our pullout couch and we would set all the dolls up on the couch and make like little beds for them. So the pullout couch, which was like a queen size bed or something when you pulled it out, we would make little rows of beds for all our baby dolls. And it was our daycare center. And we would play daycare center. And so when I think back of like how I had fun as a kid, I played daycare center. Now, I know a lot of you probably didn't play daycare center. You might have done other things like sports or, or vacation travel or also maybe you made like mud pies out in the backyard or were climbing trees. I didn't do those things. But when you think about finding fun in a way that was authentic to you at that time, that was just uninhibited and meaningful to you, even if it was really silly, what did that feel like? And how did you do that? And how did you just naturally lean into that? Like, this is the thing that's so interesting when you're kids, you don't think like, I'm going to go make some fun for myself. Now, you are just attracted to the thing that is fun. As we get older, and we have more and more responsibilities, we maybe are attracted to the fun, but we put it off because we're like, well, I mean, I have a job or I have to raise children or I'm, you know, a caregiver to an aging parent or I have, you know, we have all these responsibilities. I got to pay a mortgage. There's all these things. So we put fun in this like very optional category that we often never get to. So I'm going to invite you to find some fun by really thinking about what does play look and feel like to you at this age. And this is something I've been exploring myself since I turned 40, probably. And I'm 47 and a half (laughs) at the time of this recording. And I think that once Vinny got just a little bit older, and maybe it was inspired by him finding play, that I started to really think about what is play for me? And what is fun for me? And how can I integrate it into my life in different ways? I think I knew that it had been missing for quite a while before, you know, I was, you know, obviously so invested in taking care of my child, raising my child, all those kinds of things. So I fun was on the back burner during that season when Vinny was really young. But then even before that, I was really, really invested in growing my businesses. And I didn't have time for a lot of fun. Now I will say growing my businesses was a lot of fun for me. So it wasn't like at the expense of fun in many cases. But that's what I was focused on most of the time was growing my businesses. There was a season for a few years before Vinny was born that we were going through everything related to infertility. And there was definitely not a lot of fun in that season because the focus was just so, so intensely on getting pregnant. And so by the time Vinny was, you know, four or five years old, like I really had not intentionally made fun for myself in quite some time. And I had to reconnect with like, what does fun feel like to me? What does play feel like and look like? Because it doesn't look exactly like setting up a daycare center on a pullout couch anymore. But I also know the feeling of play and the feeling of fun, what that feels like in my body and what it means to me when I can integrate that on a regular basis. So what that has looked like as Vinny has gotten older, and I've intentionally made more space for this, and maybe because I've been able to engage in playful things with him, it's looked like doing puzzles. It's looked like training for a triathlon. It's looked like not learning to ski because that was not fun, but 
knowing how to ski and going skiing now, five years into it, four or five years into it, is really, really fun for me. It looks like spending, um, like traveling as a family, which is so exciting to me because I didn't get to do that much at all. Like I, my, we went on like one family trip to California when I was growing up and everything else was going to visit relatives every summer, five hours away from our house, which was a lot of fun because it was the big trip that we did every year, but I just didn't have that experience of like going on family vacations and getting on planes and going to new and exciting and unfamiliar places. And so that's really, really fun for me now. So I can identify what fun feels like and what play feels like. And I try to integrate new things every year. Last summer at the beginning of this, maybe it was last spring, like spring of 2022, we got paddle boards and I remember we took them out a few times and then, or maybe it was spring of 2021. At any rate, we got them a year or two ago and we took them out a few times. And every time we would go out, Vinny would be like, mom, like all these other people have speakers on their paddle boards. And I was like, well, like those are young people, like they're fun and they have these portable Bluetooth speakers because like they're young and fun. And then I realized like, why can't I just get like a $20 Bluetooth speaker? So finally I was like, Vinny, why don't we get a speaker for the paddleboard. And that was one of the things we did last summer. We got a speaker for the paddleboard and we've gone out on the paddleboard with the speaker now. And it's hilarious because we're like in the middle of this lake in Green Lake in Seattle, for those of you familiar, and we're like blasting hip hop. And it's just this white lady and her 10 year old just blasting some hip hop in the middle of Green Lake. And sometimes there's people who are like having their most Zen moments, like floating by on their paddle boards. And I'm like frantically trying to turn it down to not interrupt their meditative state. So I mean, it's a whole scene, but that is fun for me now. That's play. So I want you to think about what does fun and play look like for you in the season of your life. And if you haven't thought about that or integrated it in any way, really give yourself a minute to think about what it means now, because it probably means something that it different than it would have a few years ago, maybe even three years ago, but definitely 10, 15, 20, 30, 40 years ago, right? You can also make a fun bucket list. So if you've been listening to the Shameless Mom Academy for any length of time, this is something I've talked about a number of times over the years. We have created as a family summer bucket lists, many, many summers in a row. We've created holiday bucket lists and you can do this for anything. You can just be like, here's my fun bucket list or here's my, it can be seasonal. It can be for a certain month. It can just be like mommy's bucket list for nothing specifically designated. It can be for a certain year. But if you make a fun bucket list, like what would you put on there? And why would you put those things on there? And are they the things that are really fun for you? Because I think sometimes we put things on there that are super aspirational, but you're like, I don't know, like, sure, that would be great. But it's like so unattainable in this season of life, that it's not super meaningful to put it on a list. So what are the things that are attainable right now that you could put on a fun bucket list and sure make some things that are aspirational or make some things that are for down the road. But what are the things you could do this week, this month, this season in life? So make your fun bucket list and let your family help if you want, but also it can also just be yours. <laughs> and I always give this caveat when I talk about making summer bucket lists or a holiday bucket list with family members and with kids, especially like make your own one on the side. That's like mommy's summer bucket list <laughs> or, you know, someone like this is for you. Your bucket lists don't have to be inclusive of everyone else in your family or the people that need you most. It can definitely be like a solo venture. The next thing I want you to do when you're thinking about finding fun is embrace being a fun person. So I was at a retreat a few months ago and with a colleague who we've communicated, we've communicated online and in virtual spaces for, I don't know, like three or four years now. And we finally got to meet in person. And one of the things we got to talking about 
which it was so fun because it was like we'd known each other forever when we finally met. So one of the things we start talking about is I was like, I feel like I'm not a fun person anymore. And she's like, are you kidding me, Sarah Dean? You're totally fun. And I was like, uh, I don't know. I don't think I'm that fun. So she like took it upon herself to help me be a fun person during that retreat experience. And it made me do all sorts of things that I normally wouldn't do and really allow myself to like let loose and play. And so we were doing a lot of improv stuff and like different speaking exercises because it was a speaker's retreat. But she really helped me dig into just being fun with it instead of taking it super seriously or trying to get it quote unquote right or being like a role model or being like the person who gets it the best and just making fun of myself as I fumbled my way through, which was very frequent during this retreat. But it encouraged me to embrace being a fun person and doing that in a way that felt authentic to me. So a lot of the time in that situation, especially it was in self-deprecating ways, like as I had to learn like choreographed dance routines, which I am horrible at, I was able to have fun with it, but in a way that felt authentic to me. When I travel with certain people, I love that I found travel buddies who are like, we love going to bed early. Like, I know that some people when they travel for fun, they're like, let's stay up late and go to the clubs. And I love that I have travel buddies that are like, do you want to go to bed at 830? (laughs) So being fun in a way that's authentic to you is really important. And then lastly, telling the people, telling the fun people in your life that you want to have more fun ventures with them, whether that's with your partner, with your children, with other extended family, whether it's with your friends or your colleagues. Finding fun is really about identifying what does it feel like for you to have fun? What does that feel like in terms of the embodying fun and play? And then how can you create that in really simple, attainable ways? Rather than overcomplicating it or making it like these big, huge life ambitions to go have big, huge adventures, like sure do that. But like also integrating fun on a regular basis is a way to exhale. It is a way to renew. It's a way to restore. And it's a way to get back into your body and feel really, really good, especially when things are hard and the world is a heavy, rather ugly place as it is right now. So I hope this was helpful. I want you to go ahead and write down or commit to one way that you are going to go have fun today or in the next couple days. As you go about the rest of your day to day, how will you integrate this one shameless thing around having fun, finding fun and use it to own this day? Go get it. I am cheering for you and I am in this with you always. Thank you so much for joining me in the Shameless Mom Academy today. I really, really appreciate you being here and I hope you learned something new. As always, this conversation will be continued over in our free private Facebook group. You can join that group by going to shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook to connect with other shameless moms just like you. Additionally, if this is your first time listening to the show, know that we are here every Monday and Wednesday with a brand new episode. So make sure you subscribe, go to whatever podcast app you use and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. You can do that directly if you go to shamelessmom.com forward slash review that will put you in Apple Podcasts where you can click on the subscribe button and you can also leave a review. If you scroll down a little bit, you can leave a five-star review. You can write a few sentences letting me know what you thought about the show. If you let me know how the show has impacted you in becoming a more shameless mom, you might be nominated to be shameless mom of the week. Also, please share this episode. My goal is to help more mamas be more shameless every damn day. So please do share this episode. You can take a screenshot of the episode on your phone and then share it out on social media. Tag me at the Shameless Mom Academy on Facebook or Instagram. I'm quick to reply and eager to send you Facebook love and love to be connected to all of you. So again, thank you for being here. I can't wait to be back here again with you in just a couple days. And until then, no matter what you do today, make sure you do it shamelessly. Shamelessly.